listeners, I'm your host for today, Liz, and this is our first installment of our Season 4 mini-episodes where we will talk about the latest missions of Season 4. So it will be super spoilery, like spoilers for Season 4 left and right, so proceed with caution. This week our topic is of course the first two missions of season 4. First we will hear from one of our listeners, Jean, who has a review of mission 1 for us and then Bethy will take over and talk about some first impressions of season 4 and you know, the all in all feeling she got from these first two missions. Um, stay tuned after the reviews because there will be some footnotes and additional info and lots of stuff. So don't switch it off right after Bethy is done uh, talking about uh, season four. Uh, that's it for now. So let there be spoilers. Just imagine I was doing like a big dramatic hand gesture here now. Very dramatic. Hey guys, it's Sean, and here is my review of the first mission of Season 4, Pound the Alarm. Warning, spoilers approaching. The story jumps right into the action, where a supposed zombie is attacking a group of runners. After what seems like a long time, the voice of Samuel breaks us from the cloudy, murky smoke of the unknown and informs us that Runner 1 is dead and Veronica McShell is kidnapped. And of course, he fervently tells us to run. Despite the murky audio of the zombie, it reminded me of Mission 44 from Season 3, Welcome Home Sanitarium. The moan of the zombie in the beginning of Season 4 brought back scary memories of the unknown monster from that mission. Luckily, we weren't being hypnotized. At this point, we do not know how long it has been since the last season, but we are told that Veronica has been using Moonchild's notes from the Natural History Museum. Nadia informs us that the notes suggest it happened to the Vikings, and, though the information is sparse, Veronica has been looking for zombie anomaly sightings that might help find a cure. Nadia says someone saw a zombie crying. A zombie crying? I know this game has been known to make us tear up, but are we being led to believe that there are zombies that show emotions instead of being brain-dead walking corpses? We press on with the story, where we learn that Paula has not been well at all. She seems to be getting worse. Maxine suggests that Van Ark's treatments are not working well anymore, unfortunately. The big news? Maxine is pregnant! Of course this development means that time is of the essence if we want to save humanity from the zombie plague and cure Paula before the baby arrives. I smiled when Sam was willing to give Maxine his seat at the communications desk. When Sam notices all the dead bodies of teenage girls, he suggests that the person that took Veronica was a serial killer. Not the best news in the middle of an apocalypse. I do love that when Janine suspects the serial killer might be her brother, Sam fervently states that it cannot be him and she should not feel responsible. He is always trying to think positively about others, despite Janine's continued, continued arguments that it is her brother. Janine tells us that we will be contacted by a demolitions expert to help rescue Veronica, whom, based on a tracker, is being taken to a toxic city called Battenberry. 
I am not sure we heard about the city before the season, though. Our introduction to the demolitions expert, or the builder, was very rough. He reminds me of Sarah, runner 8, always ready with a gun to show their strength and always careful not to reveal too much. I am quite glad that Sam defends my honor when Steve threatens me with a gun. I did tear up a bit on the mention of runner 8. Not a day goes by when I don't miss her. We hear a familiar voice on a helicopter above us. It is Amelia, still working for the Ministry of Recovery, helping Steve the Builder track Veronica. The very interesting development is that Veronica was taken by a zombie. Not the kind of news I was expecting. This mission certainly opened up a few questions. Is Paula going to be okay? How far along is Maxine's pregnancy? And how can Veronica be kidnapped by a zombie? Does that mean she has been bitten? Until next time, stay safe out there, Runners 5. The first two missions of Season 4. Where do I even begin? It drops you straight in. Someone's dead. Someone's been kidnapped. And you've got all these voices in your head. And I loved it. It's the reason why I'm really glad I now go to a gym where I'm the only person in there at the time because otherwise people would have had to see me flailing and that's not a pretty sight. So it also started off really cool because Nadia and Sam are back, my, my children. I didn't really like Nadia to begin with, but you know what? I really do. She's such a dork and I love her. And Sam, obviously, if you know me, you know I love Sam. So we have more backstory to the zombie virus. It sort of spoke about how it's happened in like history, which was kind of cool to find out. I'm not going to like delve too much into both of the missions, but I ended up going on a feels trip right from the beginning because Paula, my heart, I didn't sign up for this feels trip. Okay, it's not cool. And apparently zombies have feelings now. So that's a thing, I guess. But also pretty cool, but it kind of meant when it actually got into the second mission of season four, I went on another feels trip um, near the end of a mission where the zombie thought that she was his daughter and it was a feels trip that I didn't sign up on and it made me pretty sad. I've kind of skipped forward a little bit, but going back to the end kind of section of the first mission, we had the new guy. I think I think he said his name was Steve and he's also known as the Builder because he's into like demolitions and stuff. Not a fan because he instantly pulled a gun on five. So it's a bit of a douche move, but there we go. So yeah, not really a fan of him. Runner 11 is adorable as always. I just really liked these first two missions, guys. I'm really, really pumped for the next ones. And I genuinely, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself at the gym until those two come out. So yeah, I really hope that you guys also enjoyed them because I thought they were great. And you're back with me, Liz. Um, thanks a lot for the reviews, guys. Uh, just want to add three quick thoughts about these missions. Um, one, what we learned about the city and the people that were still alive but not allowed to leave and, you know, that they wrote messages on the walls. That was really terrifying and sad and shocking and not, not fun at all. Uh, two, I love that they mentioned Runner 8 in the first mission. That made me smile. Like, it's been a whole season without her. And I still, I think I'm getting a little better at not crying 
whenever my favorite character who died a hero is mentioned. Thanks for mentioning her. And uh, three, that's a question to all of you out there. Was it just me? Or was that builder guy, Steve, Steve the Builder? Sounds stupid. Steve the Builder. Was he A, a little creepy, and B, kind of showing a, a lot of interest in our radio operator? He was very curious. I'm not sure what to make of it, but yeah, the guy's strange. I'm gonna keep an eye on him. Just, just, just in case. Alright, uh, that was it for the reviews of these first two season four missions and it's time for footnotes! The music in this episode was Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Same song we usually use, just a different part of it. Big thanks to Wikimusic. Our reviews today were Sean aka Able Township Survivors on Tumblr and also the wonderful Bethy on Tumblr. You can find her. Uh, she is Flying the Freaks dash flag. Uh, three. Well, I didn't start with one and two. Oh, anyways. Next point. There is still time to submit your headcanons, opinions, thoughts about Jenny DeLuca for our next regular episode of the podcast. You can find us on Tumblr, podcastdetected.tumblr.com and on Twitter, we're at podcastdetected and uh, you can also send us a mail to way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. If you want to be part of these mini episodes and if you want to talk about the latest season four missions, send us an audio file or link where to download it to our email until next Sunday evening and then we will put it in the episode. Just try to make it not much longer than five minutes. The next mini episode will come out next Monday. We will talk about missions three and four and maybe about radio mode. I think we should talk about radio mode as well. We did not talk about it here. Doesn't matter. So that's it for this mini episode, listeners. It was a pleasure to be your host. You can find me on Tumblr as well. I'm Collected Sportsbra and till next week. Bye bye.